How are you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Tom. Ooh, uh, Babel sneeze. Gvaldic. Wow. That was schmuck. Whoa. I'm like a new man. <laughs> Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we said in the Yudal, the 14 of Mesech Tosoto. Friends, the 14 is pretty gvaldic. Um, we wrap up the first peric of Mesech Tosoto. We start the second peric. Um, we wrap up with some interesting agaritas, and then we start the, the second parak, which is um, talks about the korban mincha of a sota. Which, you know, if you find it interesting, you find it interesting. I find it uh, somewhat interesting. I'll say. All right. So we can start off. Yud Gimel and Bay is uh, two lines from the bottom. Baik were also bagai beeretz moyov mul beis peor. So it says that the Ebrister, um buried Moses. Um, in a valley in the land of Moab, um, opposite base Peor, that avoid the Zor, Gechke, avoid the Peor, it's a modern Kanazach. Omer Brechia, Simon Besach Simon, so says Brechia, who else said modern recently? Somebody said modern, it was Gewaldig. Can't remember who said it, but it was very Geschmack. Modern. Did I speak to somebody recently? They said Modna? Maybe I did, but I can't remember who. Who would I have spoken to that would have said Modna? Chveisnisht. Akoponim. So, so, Omer Brechib Simbasoch Simenu. So, so we're giving all sorts of clues, right? That Moses was buried in, in a valley, the land of Moab, opposite Beis Peor. So, and nonetheless, Nonetheless, the Pesach says that nobody knows where Moses is uh, buried. And the evil, wicked kingship. What's this letter that I have here? Does it give us? I don't know. Anyways, the wicked Nudniki kingship sent to the um, sort of uh, uh, leaders of base poor her enuechan Moshe cover new show us where Moses is buried amdu lemaila nidmaloim lemata they stood above and it is there an echo in this room there might be I apologize if there is I'm just working with what I got over here uh, which is very gewaldic and yeah anyways her enuechan Moshe cover show us where Moses is buried amdu lemaila nidmaloim lemata they stood above and they would look down and it would seem like Moses's grave was below them. When they would go lower, however, it would seem like Moses' grave was above them. They couldn't, you know, they kept on sort of going to where they thought the grave should be, and they kept on not being there. It just kept on being like in the opposite direction in which they were uh, going, if that makes sense. So they broke into two groups. And still, Whoever was higher up, it seemed like it was lower down. Whoever was lower down, it seemed like it was higher up. It basically um, turned out to be an impossible, impossible task. So, what the Pesach says, that nobody knows where Moses is actually buried. Even Moses doesn't know where he's buried. I mean, what, 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 what exactly is it saying? I feel like most people don't know where they're buried. Right, it says over here, no ish knew uh, where he's buried. And also it says, 
in both places. Therefore, when it says that in Ish doesn't know where Moses is buried, it means even Moses himself doesn't know where he's buried. How come Moses was buried um, adjacent to or opposite base Peor? In order to atone for when the Yidin got um, attracted to Peor, which was a modern kind of Zach. Oh, Francis, says, what does the Pasuk mean when it says, walk after God? How can a fellow walk, you know, walk uh, following God? The Pasuk says, that Hashem is a devouring fire. How can you walk with a devouring, 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 devouring fire. What it means is that follow the characteristics of the Ebishter. Just like he clothes the naked, that it says that the Ebishter made garments for um, uh, Adam and Eve. So you should also clothe the naked. The Ebishter um, visited the sick. That the Ebishter visit, visited Avraham Avinu uh, uh, after his brismila. So you should also visit the sick. The Ebishter uh, um, uh, consoled the mourners. That the puzzle says that after Abraham passed away, so it says that he blessed Yitzchak, and that's referring to uh, the uh, the uh, the blessing of the mourners that we learned about the Mesech Tzubis at the beginning of the Mesech. So we should also console mourners. The Ebishter buried the dead. The puzzle says, that he buried Moses in the valley. So we shall also we should also bury the dead. Very gewaldic, right? Right, so 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 the Pasuk says, right, so so to recap, the Pasuk says that you should walk after God, but how can you walk after God if he's a devouring, consuming fire? Um, you do that by 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 following his ways, his his good ways. Kosnosor, so we had mentioned that the Abishter create uh, uh, provided uh, uh, cloaks of of, uh, of, uh, of of hide for Adam and Eve. So Rab Shmuel Chadam or Dover Abominor. So so there's Machlokes Rab and Shmuel. One opinion is that it means um, wool, right? Something that comes from the sheep. Chadam or Dover Shaor Nen Emimenu. The other opinion is that no, it's not that it comes from the skin, right? It's not like that it comes from, right? For example, wool of a sheep. No, it's that it's that which human skin enjoys wearing, and that would be linen. Um, I lost my place. The Torah begins with a, 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 a kindness, kind deeds, and it ends with kind deeds. It, the Torah begins with acts of kindness, as as the Pesach says that the Eved provided uh, garments for Adam and Eve. 
Vesofuk Mil's Khasadim and the Torah ends with with kindness, Dirsib Baikbar also Bagai, that the Abishtar buried um, Moses. Dorsh of Simloi, Simloi Darshan, Mipneman is Ava Mipneman is Ava Moshe Abenu the Kunis Israel. Oh, Skivaldik. How come Moses, our teacher, wanted to come to Eretz Yisrael? Well, well, how come he was so, you know, bent on, on pleading with the Ebeshter to go into Eretz Yisrael? What was, he, what was he so excited about? What? What? Uh, he just wanted to taste the fruits? That's why, that's why he had to get to Eretz Yisrael. He had to taste the, uh, the pears of Eretz Yisrael. Now, of course, anybody who listens to Babylon Talmudos, you know, I I very much appreciate the Paris of Eretz Yisrael. The Paris of Eretz Yisrael are top notch. The figs, the what else? I just got melons today. Melons, top shelf, top shelf. I'm telling you, the Paris of Eretz Yisrael. You you don't want to miss out on that. You don't want to miss out on that. But is that why Moses needed to come into Eretz Yisrael? Because he just had to have the melon from Mizrahi fruit and vegetables and Shuk Machni Yehuda. That's why he had to come into Eretz Yisrael. So Elo, Kach Omar, Moshe, Haibe Mitzvis, Nitztabu Yisrael, Vimus Kaimin El Beit Yisrael. No. You know why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to come to Eretz Yisrael? So that he can do the mitzvahs at Tluyus Baritz. Things like Trumis, Maisris, Shemitah. There are certain mitzvahs that you can only do in Eretz Yisrael. And Moshe Rabbeinu wanted, wanted an opportunity to experience those mitzvahs. So, Ekonis Oni Laaritz Kadesh Yiskaimu Kulan Al Yodi. And Moses pleads with the Abishter and he says, Look, let me just go into Eretz Yisrael so that I can, I, I can experience these mitzvahs. The Abishter says to Moses, Why do you want to do these mitzvahs? To get reward for having uh, uh, um, um, observed them? No, I'll trust it as if, you know, I'll treat it as if you did them even though you didn't. Don't worry about it. Shinemah's puzzle says, Therefore, I will apportion him in uh, in public. And the strong ones will divide up the booty. Uh, in exchange that uh, of the fact that he gave himself up for a death. And he held back. And he carried the sin of the many. And he prayed. For the Nudniks. Now we explain the Pasuk. What does that mean? Is it possible that what the Abishter is saying is that he's going to reward Moses like the later, I don't know, the later great people, not like the earlier ones? That, that Hashem says he's going to reward Moses like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that they were very strong in Terry Mitzvahs. In exchange for the fact that Moses was ready to give himself up for to, to die, Shemosar Asma Lamisa Shenema, as the Pasuk says, Vim Oyun Mechainin of Vagomer, right? That right, right, right. That Moses says to the Abishter, says, Look, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, uh, um, 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 forgive, is that the word I'm thinking of? If you're going to, my my brain isn't working so stark today. If you're going to begin, if you're gonna, if you're gonna. Uh, Forgive, forgive, I guess. Oh gosh, my brain isn't working so stark. If you're going to forgive the Yidden, so give oddly, but if not, I don't want, I, you erase me from the Torah. The Esposhim Nimne, 
that he held back, he prevented Nudniks, she nimna im mese midbar. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Vesposhim nimna, he was counted with, with the Nudniks. She nimna im mese midbar, that he was counted among those who died in the desert, right? Moses never made it to Eretz Yisrael, he died in the desert. And he carried the sin of the of the many shekiper amaisei haegel that he atoned for the uh, for the maisei haegel for making the uh, golden calf la poshim avgia and he pra- uh, prays for the um, nudniks shabike shachmim al poshim yisrael that Moses prayed for the nudniks of Israel sheyachzu b'tshuva that they should do tshuva and return to the ebishter ben pgiya letfila pgiya means Right, uh, prayer. Shneimer's puzzle says, "Va'ato atuspal bado amaze v'altiso b'adam v'nosfila v'altivkabi." Right, do not um, pray for this nation. Right, and says v'altivkabi. Don't, don't, don't pray for me. So we see that it means loshen uh, praying. Hadron olach amikana liishto. So we will come back to you. He, he who warns his wife. Okay, Givaldi sounded like somebody was knocking one saying, I'm going to take a uh, stretch and then we'll go weiter in the second parak of Masech Sota. I think at baseball games, they have something called, I think, the seventh inning stretch or something. So we have the second parak stretch. The second parak of Masech Sota stretch. Maybe should we make that a minig in, uh, in, uh, in, in Babylon Talmud? That when we get up to a, uh, a parak, we get, you know, we have like the second parak stretch, the third parak stretch. What do you think? Should we make that a minig? Okay, says the uh, Mishnah, the beginning of the second parak of Masech so So the husband would bring the barley offering of his wife, who's a sota, and he would bring it to the base of Mikdash in, um, uh, in palm bast, in some kind of basket of palm bast. And then he gives it to her, and, and we want to basically tire her out. We want to kind of exhaust her and drain her so that if she had an affair, she would admit it. Now, in general, um, um, uh, flower offerings begin and end in a uh, in a klesharis, in, in 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 vessels, right, holy vessels of the temple. Now, uh, the assumption here for now is that it means that when even when you bring it to the temple, you bring it to the temple in a klesharis. Whereas um, um, this uh, barley offering of the sota. Um, is not in a klesharitz. It's in a um, it's in a uh, palm bast. All right. But then ultimately it ends up in a klesharitz in the base hamikdash. All flower offerings you have to put on, or you, have, you 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 add oil and frankincense. Whereas this offering, the flower offering of a sota, requires neither oil nor frankincense you don't bring either one with it in general flower offerings are of wheat whereas the uh, flower offering of a sota is barley now the only other example of a barley offering if i'm not mistaken is the minchasa omer right we're starting to do sphere now so the korin mincha of the omer the omer offering was um flour was barley. Now, even though the Omer offering comes from barley, he geres, it would be fine, finely ground barley, like fine barley flour. Whereas the offering, right, the barley offering of a sota is um, coarsely ground um, uh, flour, right? That uh, you know has still like the husks in it and stuff. 
Um, I think, if I understand correctly. Um, definitely not finely ground. Um, just like what she did, she did something animalistic to have an affair with somebody who was not her husband. So then also she brings in a, a, a flower offering, which is barley, which in barley is, is animal food. It's, um, like it's considered that right, wheat is for humans and barley is for the animals. Says the Gemara Tanya Abachanan Omer Mishum Rabbi Eliezer Kidei Liyago. Right, that when we say that uh, you know the husband brings the the the, the flower in this palm bast and he gives it to her in in order to um, in order to um, um, kind of drain her out Kidei Shetachzerba, so that so that so that um, so that you know she recant. If if she actually had an affair, now if such is how the Torah has mercy on somebody who violated right who who did an avera right meaning the point is that if she had an affair which is an avera we we want her to to admit it to spare her so if we're specifically looking to spare somebody who did an avera. Then certainly those who are doing the will of God, certainly the Abishter is going to have the Torah is going to have mercy on them. One second. Who? How do we know that the reason why we want her to admit if she had an affair? How come it's because we have mercy on her? I mean, that's very nice, sure. But how do you know that that's actually the reason? Maybe. Maybe the whole reason why we wanted to admit it is not because we care about her. We care about Shem Hashem. We don't, right, as part of the, the, the potion, you have to, you know, put Shem Hashem into water and it dissolves. And maybe we just want to prevent that. So we want to, you know, if she had an affair, we, we, we want to do whatever we can to get her to admit it, to prevent the name of God to be erased. Not necessarily that we have mercy on her. What well, answers the Gemara, Kasover, Mashka, Vacharkach, Makrivis, Minchoso. No, it's because... Um, the right this the the the, the uh, Mishnah assumes that first she would drink the 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 potion and then she would offer the mincha, which means at that point the name of God has already been erased, and still we want her to we're still trying to get her to admit it, um, even if um, uh, we're still trying to get her to admit it if she is in fact guilty. And therefore, in terms of erasing the Megillah, it's not a concern because it's already been erased. She already drank the uh, the uh, the potion, um, and therefore we just we wanted to admit it to to um, yeah. Interesting. I guess that what if she admits it at that point, would she not die or whatever? Okay. So now, So we said that all of the menachos. What what do we say about all the menachos? Oh, they start out in Klesharis. Ah, right, exactly. It said in the Mishnah that all the Menachis start out and end up um, in Klesharis. That they're even brought to the base of Mikdash in Klesharis. But we have a contradiction. That is a very interesting Bryson, in my opinion. Seder Menachis Kate said, What is the process of offering a flower offering? Or the maybe Mincha Mitoch Beso Bikalosos Shal Kesef Vishalzov. A fellow brings the flower offering from his house to the temple in a basket of uh, silver or gold. And then when he gets to the Beis HaMikdash, he transfers the flower into a Klesharis. 
Umikadsha Bichlesharis, and by putting it into the to the Klesharis, right, the, the, the holy vessels of the temple, by putting it into the Klesharis, the mincha now becomes Kadosh with Kedusha Saguf, the flower is now Kadosh with Kedusha Saguf. You then add oil and frankincense. And at that point, right, once the flower has been transferred into the Klesharis and Shemin and Levona has been added, it is then transferred to the coin. And the Koyin now takes the flower offering to the altar. And he brings it to the um, uh, southwestern corner of the Mizbeach. Right by the point of the corner. And that's enough. The Gemara is going to explain what does it mean that's enough. What, what else would we assume that there is to do? And then what he does is he moves the frankincense over to one side. And then he finds the oiliest part which doesn't have any frankincense there. And he takes a... Uh, wait, where am I? Right, exactly. The comets, And he takes a uh, fistful or three fingers full comets. A scoop. A hand scoop. And then he puts it into another... Klisharis, right, just the Kometz. Umekatsu Bhisharis, and it becomes Kadush in the Klisharis. Umelake des Livonoso. And then, remember, he had taken the frankincense and moved it over to the side, so that when he takes his uh, uh um 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 Kometz, there's no frankincense in it. He takes the Kometz and puts it in another Klisharis, and then he scoops up the frankincense and apply and puts it with the Kometz in the other and he puts it on top of the, puts the frankincense on top of the um, uh, comets. And then the um, 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 koyin takes the the uh, comets with uh, and the frankincense and he takes it up to the mizbeach and he burns it. And he uh, adds salt and he puts it on the uh, fire. Now once the comets has been offered, shiarel Necholin, then the Kohanim can eat whatever, right, the Shirayim, whatever is left from the flower offering, right? He just took, you know, a handful, let's call it, and he offered that in his Beach. So the rest of the flower offering is now, can be eaten by the Kohanim. And the priests are permitted to um, add wine, oil, honey into the uh, uh, remainder of the flower offering to make it tasty. The ain asun elamilchamis just make sure, right? They just have to make sure that the flower offering does not become chometz. Friends, Pesach now. We don't eat chometz. So also in the Vesam Mintish they didn't eat chometz. So they can add whatever they want to the flower offering as long as as long as they make sure it doesn't become chometz. Katoni mia bikalato shall kesev kalosu shall zov. Now here here's the shaila. The shaila is the shaila is the shaila is that our mission said that Menachos are brought to the Beis Amitash and Klesharis, yet it says, no, it would just be baskets of gold and silver. So, so what is it? So, Amr of Papa, So, it says of Papa, it means vessels that, that are fit to be made into Klesharis. For example, silver and gold, but not actual Klesharis, but materials that can be used for Klesharis. Sorry, I'm like squeaking around. I'm like, yeah, I'm still in the same kind of squeaky space. So implying, so if we're saying that the that right, the mission is saying that 
that he brings the flower offering of his wife in um, this, uh, what do we call it, bast, uh, palm bast. And we're saying that it's, uh, that it's not a material that can be used for klesharis. So that implies that palm bast cannot be used for klesharis. Right? Right? Kiman. Who is that like? It's unlike the Tanya is willing to write that Klesharis son eights that if you make Klesharis out of wood, Rebbe Postal, Rebbe says you can't do that. But Rebbe Yosi Babuda says that you can make Klesharis out of wood. And therefore we assume that you should also be able to make Klesharis out of palm bast. But over here we're saying that palm bast is not something that you can use to make Klesharis. Afilatema, Rebbe Yosi no, you can even say that Rabbi Yossi Barbuda would agree that you cannot use palm bast to make klesharis because Rabbi I would say that Rabbi Yossi Barbuda says that you can use high quality wood for klesharis, fine. But Bepchusin, Mi Omar, would he say that, right, that uh, you can use palm bast for klesharis, which is, uh, which is a lower quality material? Um, no, What does Rabbi Yosef Barbuda not hold of the pasuk of Hakriveu No Lefecho Secho? That is a pasuk in Malachi where the Eibushter is is giving rebuke and he's saying, you know, you bring korbanos that are that have mumim that are not good. What would you offer these korbanos to 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 to, to a government official? Uh, no way, no how. So therefore, you know, Rabbi Yosef Rebuda must still hold of Akrivei no Lefecho Secho. How could Rabbi Yosef Rebuda sanction making Klesharis out of palm bast, which isn't a high quality material? So the point is when Rabbi Yosef Rebuda says that you can use wood, high quality wood, but not necessarily palm bast. So everybody could agree that palm bast would not be usable for Klesharis. So now we're going to basically go through the entire um, Brisa that we just quoted that explained the process of uh, offering the uh, Korban Mincha. And we're going to kind of break it down. So now, going weiter, so breaking down the price, it says, Venosin and Klesharis, so it says that, uh, right there, right that you take the uh, flower offering in a gold or silver basket, and then you empty it into a, you put it into a Klesharis, and it becomes holy at that point. Shmazmina Klesharis in Mikachin Elamidas. So we want to say that when it says, Venosin Klesharis, Mikachin Klesharis, it means that you have to have intention to be Mikadishit. But uh, you have to specifically have intention for it to become holy. To which the Gemara answers that, no, 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 read it, that you put it into the Klesharis so that it becomes uh, holy, meaning regardless of what your intention is, it would, the, the, the flower offering would become holy in the Klesharis no matter what. And then you put oil and uh, frankincense on the flower. Shenema, uh, as the pasuk says, "Viyotzak oleh shemen v'nosim oleh levono," that um, you put on oil and frankincense. Molicha etzel koin, and then you take the uh, uh, flower offering, right? The flower and the and the and the oil and the frankincense. You bring it to the koin. Dichsiv aviel bnei aharin v'game, as the pasuk says, that you bring it to the children of aharin. V'choin molicha etzel mizbeach, and the koin brings the offering to the altar. The Chesiv says, that he brings it to the Mizbech. Magisha b'kain dromis ma'rovis k'neged chudo shel keren v'dahiyoi. And then, he takes the, um, the flower offering, right, with the, um, with the uh, oil and the frankincense, and he brings it to the southwestern point of the altar. Now this is, 
kind of technical stuff. The best way to do this would be with the diagram, but I don't have a diagram here. So I'm going to explain it, but the, uh, the best thing is really to find a diagram. But basically, so you walk into the Azara from the east and you, and you walk towards the west, which means that the north is to your right and then the south is to your left. Now the um, ramp of the Mizbeach was in the south. Okay, which means that, um, you know, and, and, the, and the Mizbeach was right opposite the, um, the entrance to the Heichel, right? So now, the western side of the Mizbeach is opposite the Heichel. And the southern side is at the, you know, on the left, you know, at the bottom. I don't know, the southern side of the, of the, uh, of the Azor. Um, so we're saying that you take this Mincha and you put it on the, corner of the west and the south, okay? Now, the west being the side of the Mizbeach that is right opposite the Heichel, and the south being, as we're going to see in a minute, what's called the um, Pnei HaMizbeach, the face of the Mizbeach, because I assume it's called that because that's where the ramp is, okay? So now, so Minolon, so how do we know that you put the um they that you bring the flower offering out to the southwestern corner. The Ksiv is the puzzle says Torah Samincho, this is the Torah of the uh flower offering. Hakriv also in the Fnehashem El Pnei Hamizbeach that the children of Aharin bring it to the face of the Mizbeach, which I I I, assume, I think the point is that it means where the ramp is, which is the south of the Mizbeach. Vitanya Lifne Hashem. Yeah we also have a Brisa which says that when the puzzle says lifnei, right? It says lifnei Hashem el pnei hamizbeach. So we're talking lifnei Hashem. That when it says lifnei Hashem before God, yachol b'mayrev. So that sounds like it's in the you would bring the flower offering to the western side of the mizbeach, because that is the side of the mizbeach that is right opposite the heichel. Tamalomer el pnei hamizbeach. But no, don't you can't put it on the west side because because it also says to the face of the mizbeach, which is the southern side of the mizbeach. So if we're talking about the southern, the, the, the face of Mizbeach, then that sounds like we're talking about the south side of the Mizbeach. But it says before God, which is the west side of the Mizbeach. Okay, it said, so what do you do? This, put, do you put it, do you put the flower offering on the southern side of Mizbeach, on the western side of Mizbeach? Magisha bekerin dromis myrovis keneged chuda shel keren vidayo. So what you do is that you uh, bring the um, um, flower offering to the southwestern point of the Mizbeach and, you know, bring it right to the point so it's Kielu both on the south and the west, and that is perfect. Abelazar Omer says, Abelazar, Yochel Yagisha Yagisheno Bimairova Shel Karen. Is it possible that you would put, I think you can get rid of Shel Karen, I think actually. Uh, that is because there's a note that says that you can, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you can just skip. There's a note that says you can skip Shalkarin. I think it reads better that way. So, So is it possible that you bring the flower offering to the west, um, or to the south? That whenever you have two verses, such as over here, we have Pnei Mizbeach and Lefnei Hashem, and if you would do one, it would satisfy both it and the other. So, for example, if you would put it in the southern part of the Mizbeach, um, 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 the southern side, if that could satisfy both requirements of, of needing Pnei Mizbeach and Lefnei Hashem, 
Whereas, if you would put it on the western side, it would only be Lifnei Hashem, but it would not be so if one option would give you both, but the other option would only give you one and and disqua- and, 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 and and ignore the other. Well, so so of course we you know leave you know we, we don't we 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 put aside the one that right the option that basically nullifies the other one. And of course we prefer. And we take the option that would be both Pnei Mizbeach and Lifnei Hashem. Kisha'ata Omer Lifnei Hashem b'mayra. So now, in explaining what that means, so if you say that it's Lifnei Hashem and put the Mincha on the west side, okay, so it's Lifnei Hashem, but bitata el Pnei Mizbeach b'darum. But what about Pnei Mizbeach, the face of the Mizbeach, which is the south? However, if you bring the uh, uh, flower offering to the southern side of the Mizbeach, which is the Pnei Mizbeach, that is still being Mikayim, not only Pnei Mizbeach, but also Lifnei Hashem, by bringing it to the southern side of the Mizbeach. Okay, it's at how so? You bring it to the Southern part, I guess, of the of the of the corner, kilu, the southern part of the, the southern part of the mezbeach towards the uh, west. kiamto. Now, how does that satisfy both? Right, we had initially said, according to the Tanakama, you put it in the corner. Okay, so I get it. if you put it in the corner, it's both kilu, it's both the west and the south. But if you're putting it on the southern side of the mezbeach. Sure, maybe it's close to the western side, but you're putting it on the southern side, not on the western side. Well, then how is that satisfying Lifnei Hashem? So, Omer Rav Ashik Sover Haitana Kule Mizbeach Betsofin Koi, period. That Rabbi Lazar's opinion is that the Mizbeach was entirely in the northern part of the Azarit. Which means... That where the Mizbeach ends is opposite the opening of the Heichel. Which means that even by putting the Mincha on the southern side, it's still Lifnei Hashem. Shnikes. How in the world do I explain this? I don't know, but I'll try. According to the Tanakama, who says that you have to put the, the flower offering in the so- southwestern corner. Okay, so, so, well, okay, so the only way that you can be Mekayim, both Pnei Mizbeach and Lifnei Hashem is by putting it in the corner so it's both Kilo the west and the south. Fine. So, you know, it's almost like a compromise. Now, that, the Tanakama assumes that the Mizbeach was smack in the middle of the Azara. Right in the middle of the Azara, equidistant from the northern side of the Azara and the south, southern side of the Azara, right in the middle was the Mizbeach. Now, according to that, the southwestern corner, right, or the, let's say the southern side, if you would draw a straight line from the southern side to the Heichel, so it would not be opposite the Heichel, right? It would be like by the walls of the Heichel. So therefore, excuse me, according to the Tanakama, if you would put the Mincha on the southern side, it would only be on the southern side. And if you would like draw a straight line to the Heichel, it wouldn't be opposite the Heichel. It would be like by the by the southern wall of the Heichel. How, and therefore you have to put it on the corner in order to satisfy both. It's both on the western wall, which is the wall that's opposite the Heichel, as well as the southern wall, which is the Pnei Mizbech. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, 
actually the um, Mizbeach was not right in the middle, equidistant from the north and so- northern and southern walls of the Azara. Rather, the uh, Mizbeach was entirely in the north of the Azara. And actually, the 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 southern wall of the Mizbeach, if you would draw a straight line from the southern wall of the Mizbeach, it would go right into the Heichal. Mamash go right into the Heichal. And therefore, by putting the, the flower offering on the southern wall, it's obviously the Pnei Mizbech, it's the face of the Mizbech, but at the same time, it's also opposite the entrance to the Heichel. Right? It's, it's literally, if you draw a straight line, it'll go right into the Heichel. So therefore, it says to Belazer, by putting the Mincha on the southern wall of the uh, Mizbech, you're actually being Mekayim both Pnei Mizbech and the Pnei Hashem. Givaldig. Now, moving on. My vidayo, what does it mean? And then that's enough, and that's it. So I'm Rav Ashi, Itzdrich, I need it because Sagadaitech Amina Tiboi Hagoshas Mincho Gufa. I may have thought that it's not enough to take the Kleshares that the, uh, uh, that the, um, um, that the, that the flour and oil and frankincense is in. I would think that it's not enough to just take the Kleshares and put it on the Mizbeach, but rather, I might think I lost my place. I lost my place. I, th- I might think that I would have to actually like pour some of it onto the mizbeach, right? That the mincha, the flower offering itself, would have to like come in contact with the mizbeach. Then no, you can even bring it in the vessel at that point. Maybe I'll say that taka the mincha does have to touch the mizbeach. It does have to be poured onto the mizbeach. Or my crow, the Pazuk says, Vekriva Ela Koyin Vigomer Vigisha Mizbeach, that he brings the flower offering to the priest, and then the priest brings it to the Mizbeach, Mahakrova Eitzel Koyin Bechli, just like when the person brings the flower offering to the priest in a vessel, it's in a vessel, Afagosha Eitzel Mizbeach Bechli, also when the Koyin initially brings it to the Mizbeach, um, it is in a vessel. Now the Brisa continues, Now at this point, he had taken the flour, he had taken the flour, he put it into a klesharis, he added oil, he added frankincense. Now, he takes the frankincense and he moves it over to the side, so that when he takes his komets, his fistful, it is, it is, um, there won't be any frankincense in there. If he took the fistful and there was a, a rock in there, a pebble in there, or a shtickles, you know, or 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 a grain of salt, a quart levono, or some frankincense puzzle. It doesn't work. It has to be a pure uh, fistful, right? And if you have anything else in there, then you're not going to have a full fistful. So so therefore, you have to move the the frankincense over to the side. And then he takes the fistful from the part of the flower that has lots of oil. How do we know this? As the Pasuk says, From the flower and the oil. It says in the Pasuk. Or from its very, very fine flour and oil. And then he takes the fistful and puts it into another Kleisharis. And it says he's Mikadesh the Kometz now. Why do I have to be Mekadesh the Komets? Wasn't it already holy once it went into the Klesharis initially? Now we're taking it from the first Klesharis, putting it into another Klesharis to be Mekadesh in Nochamol. How come? 
Midi the Hava Adam. Well, it's like the blood. Dom, I forgot the key, the Kadishte, Sakin Bitsabi Beema, Hodder Makdish, Lei, Bichleshar, Sachanami, Well, just like where a knife, the knife that you use for slaughtering animals in the temple is a Klesharis. Which means that when you slaughter the animal and the blood touches the knife, it becomes Kadosh, holy with the Klesharis. But nonetheless, you also receive the blood, you do Kabbalah Saddam in a Klesharis as well, that even though you already Makadish the blood, you're Makadish in Nochamal. Okay, fine. So here also, it's the Zalbazach that, um, that even though, yes, he had already put the flower into the Klesharis and it became holy, but now he takes the comets and puts it into another uh, Klesharis and it becomes holy. Now, after taking the fistful and putting it into another Klesharis, he takes frankincense and puts it on top of the flower, uh, the fistful. It says the frankincense that's upon the flower offering. And then he takes the Klesharis uh, uh, that has the fistful and the uh, frankincense and stuff and he uh, burns it on the Mizbeach in the Klesharis. Klesharis maktile. What do you mean? What? He's, he's burning it in the Klesharis? No, he brings it up to the Mizbeach in the Klesharis to then burn it not in the Klesharis. Um, and then he puts salt on it and, and puts it in the fire. That whenever you have a flower offering, you add salt. Once the komets has been, has been uh, burnt on the Mizbeach, then the rest of the flower offering can be eaten by the um, priests. Minolan, how do we know this? Tichsev is the positive says, Vehiktira koinis as karoso vegomer, that the koin offers the uh, flower offering on the mizbeach, uchsev anuseris minamincha, and then it says that whatever is left over, laharinu levanov, goes to Aaron and his sons. Kariva komets, the market de islay, the market de islay, and at what point is it considered that the komets has been offered on the altar? Um, so it's machlokes deitmar hakometz meimosai matis shirayim bachilo. At what point does the kometz allow the uh, kohanim to eat the rest of the flower offering? Reb Chanina Omar mishatishlot bo haor. Reb Yochan Omar mishatitzas haor beruba. So Reb Chanina says that it is once the fire starts consuming it any amount, whereas Reb Yochanan says uh, it has to consume a majority of the of the fistful. But at that point, at that point on. Um, then the Kohanim can eat the rest of the flower offering, the remainder of the offering. And the priests are permitted to, to add wine, oil, honey. My time, how come? Because the verse says, right? That, right, that, it's, as, that, right, that the Kohanim should be able to eat um, um, these, uh, these, um, these, uh, these, these uh, offerings. And um, that it should be for greatness, just like the kings eat them, so, so so should you eat them. And therefore, you know, yeah, you can add wine, oil, honey, whatever you want. Just make sure that just make sure it doesn't become chametz. The chizv as the pasuk says, "Lo siyafe chametz chelkom." Amr Reb Shimon, "Belakish afilu chelkom." Lo siyafe chametz. That not even any amount of it can be leavened, can be chametz. So that right, they can add whatever they want to the flour. Just make sure it does not become. Chomets, just like now it's Pesach, and we don't eat chomets on Pesach. Yeah, we don't eat chomets now either.
Friends, that was daf Yudal Masech the Sotu. It's a Gavaldiga daf. Some interesting Agaratas uh, at the beginning of the daf regarding to where Moses is buried and how we have to follow the ways of, of, of God and why Moses wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael and went to Bimkaim, the mitzvahs of Thulius Baris. Very interesting stuff. Then we talk about the, um, the Minchas Sota. Uh, and the uh, Korban Mincha. And we just talked a lot really about Korban, Korban Mincha in general and what the process is of offering a uh, Korban Mincha. So very, very interesting stuff. I hope you enjoyed. Peace.